Shalom, saints. Shalom, wonderful ones. Shalom, blessed the Lord. We thank God tonight. We thank the Lord that we have again come together into this platform. Love of Jesus Christ platform. Praise God. We are this community of the love of Jesus Christ. I am Apostle Samuel Johnson. I'm recording live down here in Johannesburg in South Africa. Praise God. Today, most South Africans across the nation, they are celebrating a day that is called the Women's Day. Praise God. We will not stand outside not to wish all the women a wonderful, happy, and a great Women's Day. And I know that it is a sunset. You have basically finished your day. And I hope that today there have not been any report of women abuse, any report of women that have been beaten, any report of any women that have been killed. I pray that today, if it is there, any of those we bring it to your presence in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We bring it to your presence, Lord. We pray that you cover each and every woman. You cover each and every mother. You cover each and every girl child. And we say, Lord, today it must mark a day that um, the Deborahs are rising up for their own country. They are rising up for their own country, South Africa. The Deborahs are rising up for their own continent, Africa. They are rising up for this continent. They are rising up for this motherland. We, we pray tonight that each and every Deborah will rise up and say, it is us, it is me. Lord, use me to be able to stand for every woman, every woman in African continent in South Africa, there are places in this African continent where the women are still taken for granted. The Deborahs need to rise up. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So it must be our prayer that um, the hatred that is, is, is deposited into men 
certain men, not all men, certain men, there are certain men, I must say this so that I can qualify it. There are certain men that are still walking with a Haman um, spirit in them, a spirit of hatred. Praise God. If you read in the book of Esther chapter 2 verse 1, Esther chapter 2 verse 10, Esther chapter 8 verse 3 and verse 5 and verse 24, you find there was a Haman. Haman has so elicited countless negative commentaries um, that ever regai king Bob Marley sang in one of his lyrics that he who digs a pit shall fall in it. We pray tonight every man that is not a strong man enough who is digging a pit for a woman shall fall into that pit like Haman did. Haman is a classic example of God's sovereignty over all, especially his sovereign purpose in protecting his own from all sorts of intrigues and devilish plans made for his children's instruction. Heavenly Father, we bring uh, the coverage to the women today. We are praying that you protect every woman from any man that has a spirit of Haman, a spirit of hatred, a spirit of unforgiving that is coming from, from Haman, because most of these men, you will find that they are coming, they were raised up with abuse, and they found that there are women that must become their victims. We are saying today, they are driven by the spirit of Haman, who digged, um, uh, 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 um, who digged uh, uh, the pit, you know, but we are, we are speaking the word that a, a reggae, a musician, a reggae sing, singer, Bob Marley, once sang in one of his lyrics that he said, he who digs a pit shall fall in it. We are, we are saying right now, every Haman, every Haman who has been really being devilish um, upon the, 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 the women in the African continent, praise God, let those Haman be be dropped into their own in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What, what was Haman's motivation? What was eating him up? What exactly did he desire to achieve in annihilating the entire Jewish nation of his time? Why was he so passionate to extend? He was very willing to deplete his wealth considerable as long as he achieved his desire for the Jews. And, and I'm asking, what, what is it that the women have done to those men that will rise up and want to kill them? And then I'm saying, let a Deborah rise up today who will stand in prayer and say, no more of other women to be killed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Saints, today, our heading, it says, we are entering into intimacy with God. It's a very special prayer day. And I want to ask you, wherever you are, cover yourself with a prayer shawl. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Do a prophetic action.
um, uh, cover yourself with a prayer shawl as a deporter and say to yourself, I'm entering in intimacy with God. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm entering in prayer. I'm entering in intimacy. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Right now, as we are going to be entering into this intimacy, I want to play one song just for a few minutes and preparing you, Deborahs, to put on your prayer shawls to do a prophetic action. Everyone that has a prayer shawl, if you don't have a prayer shawl, take a towel and cover yourself and say, I'm standing for the women in the African continent. Let us be so continentally focused in the kingdom of God as we are kingdom focused, praise God. So I'm going to say, I'm going to play this one song, Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Deep Places, um, from the album um, of William McDowell, hallelujah, where he's, he's, he's playing for the album that say The Cry. I'm going to play the sound that say Deep Places, Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Take us into deep places, oh God. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the Deborahs that are rising up. We thank you, Lord, for, for the Deborahs that are understanding that in this African continent, there are women that are not free. There are women that are oppressed. There are women that cannot be walking free on the streets. In this South African country, there are, there are girls that can't walk free. What has happened for a girl child? 
we are praying one prayer and we are saying everyone that is dig a pit shall fall into it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. You know what, saints, we are saying we are entering into intimacy with God through prayer tonight. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I just want to talk about some quite some few things and, and, and the reason for prayer, you know, <clears throat> is that passion after, after separates, you know, passion often separates um, success from failure. One of the most powerful weapons on earth is the believer who discovers her passion or his passion in prayer and uses it to bring his God-given purpose into fruition. The questions that many of us have on our hearts, what is my purpose in life? What do I really care about? You know, and, and, and uh, all these questions are answered in prayer when we enter our intimacy with God, when we enter that room of prayer with God. And, uh, and uh, exactly when I was doing my introduction here, I spoke about praying for an African child, a girl child in Africa, praying for a, a woman in our South African country in our continent in Africa, you know, and, 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 and I'm saying, you know, we need to be so passionate into this moment of entering into intimacy with God in prayer. God uses our emotions and longings, those things that move, stare, or frustrate us to get our attention. This is the language of passion. And it helps identify the specific call he is highlighting, highlighting. Not only do we discover our passion in prayer, but with discovering our passion will also help us to pray. God wants us to find a point of passion that sets our prayer on fire. That's why I said today, as a Deborah, as a woman, put on a coverage. Either you take a towel or you take a prayer shawl if you've got a prayer shawl. But I want you to cover yourself and I want you to be in a position to say, I want to be with the Lord. You know, I, 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 I want to raise my passion with my prayer. He's, he's not waiting to hear, you know, um, our lethargic prayers, but there passionate ones from people whose hearts are so ablaze by something they love. Hallelujah. And, and, and today, as I was saying, South African women, they are celebrating, um, you know, a, a Women's Day. They are remembering those women who carried um, the passes and they went to Pretoria then. I'm not going to get into that history because I am about Jesus Christ at the moment. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And, and um, we, we, we need to enter this platform. We need to enter this platform of prayer today. We need to be so passionate about it. You know, passion is like a candle that burns and its aroma fills the room. Passion burning on the inside can affect everything on the outside. God wants you to locate that one thing that burns in your heart and use it to fuel your prayer life in order to achieve the results you seek. 
This applies not only to the bigger picture, such as finding your call in life, but also to pray to 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 prayer concerns you, you you know you face every day, you know to pray for those things that are really of concern in your life. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Suppose, for example, you are praying for someone you love who needs a healing, a breakthrough. Your prayers, motivated by your passion, will carry the heartfelt burden, consistency, and empathy needed to pray earnestly until you see supernatural breakthrough. This platform is raised up with a passion of prayer. This platform is raised up with a passion to be so supernatural, entering the heavenlies. We need to be, it must be so natural, it must be so natural, supernatural to be in prayer and passionately in prayer. So this platform, the love of Jesus Christ platform, the love of Jesus Christ community, it is mainly focused on prayer, on praying for various and different subjects. And the people that are driving different prayers that I must pray about or that we must rise up and pray about are the people that are sending emails, are sending prayer requests, are sending requests, are asking questions, and are talking to me about the different subjects that they have. And they ask questions about various things. And then they formulate the topics that at the end of the day, we find ourselves in this prayer room praying about them. We lock the door and we close the door and we start to pray and we start to say, we need to be so passionately. I received a very touchy prayer request today from somebody who was saying, can you pray for, 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 for women right in Tanzania? They are still uh, uh, some other parts that they are going under oppression. And then I was saying, Tanzania is such a very powerful prayer country. Praise God. And, and, uh, and when I received that request and I said, we're going to be praying so passionately, we will enter in intimacy and, uh, and uh, we will rise the, 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 the women of prayer in South Africa, the Deborahs, to say, can you passionately be engaged in prayer? You know, God wants us to align our passion with his will, saints, which he puts into our hearts and then pray until we see results. You know, according to the book of Matthew, the book of Matthew chapter 12, I beg your pardon, Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. And First John chapter 5, verse 14. First John chapter 5, verse 14. I believe prayers are answered when we pray for something that moves, upsets, and drives us. God partners with our fury passion to ignite the change we are praying for. And I believe every prayer that we pray, they get answered. Every prayer that we raise up, it gets answered. You know, and, and uh, prayer is the key to unleashing this kind of passion. So as we bring our burdens to prayer, the Lord gives us the plans of action we need as well as the passion to fulfill them. 
you know, knowledge is, is, is valuable, but passion is invaluable. In our spiritual journeys, prayer is key to activating the inner drive necessarily to fulfill our God-given dreams and, lead, and live blessed and prosperous lives in Christ. I see no reason for us to postpone the prayer, to postpone the hour of prayer. I see no reason as, as the call of God not to have that passion of prayer. When God speaks to us, his, message, his messages burn in our hearts like fire. The prophet Jeremiah experienced this when he wanted to stop prophesying because his messages from the Lord were ruining the reputation. Jeremiah exclaimed, ex ex exclaimed and, and in the book of Jeremiah chapter 20, verse, verse 9, he, he said, If I say I will never mention the Lord or speak in his name, his word burns in my heart like a fire. It is like a fire in my bones. I am worn out trying to hold it in. Praise God. God has taken this kind of fire for you today. God has taken this kind of fire for me today. God has taken this kind of fire for us. That's why I become so passionately when it comes to prayer to say, I want to carry the burden. I want to continue to carry the burden of prayer. There are three things necessarily to start fire. It's fuel, oxygen, and spark. So the word of God is our fuel. Prayer is our oxygen. And passion is our spark. So Jesus prayed passionately and, and usually found a place of, of, of solitude to do so. In the book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 35. Praise God. And, and, and why I'm coming up with this, and I'm saying we need to rise up to a supernatural power for our breakthrough. We need to rise up for a supernatural power for the breakthrough of the women in African continent, praise God. And, and I don't know, it's because I am born of a woman. I am so passionate to pray and take them into the throne room of God. And I don't know because I am born of a woman that might, makes me to remember every time when I look to another woman and I say, by the way, if there was no woman, I wouldn't be here. That's why I'm saying today, let's rise up with the supernatural power for a breakthrough in women's position. There might be a woman today that is out there who couldn't sleep the whole night last night, who couldn't sleep because of the set of the abuse that he is, she is living under. But our passionate prayer today, when we take this thing supernaturally, things will happen. Remember, I made an example about Haman, praise God, and I said he continued with his hatred, his unforgiving spirit. He continued to, 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 to dig uh, uh, the, 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 the pit. He continued to dig for the, 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 the nation of Israel. But at the end, what he was digging, it was for himself. Likewise, we should pray with passion. If someone else's life depends on it, our prayers should create holy discernment to rise up and act. Supernatural breakthroughs occur in our lives only when prayer and burden collide. As the title, you know, of the gospel, of, of the old gospel song puts, it is hard to stumble 
when you are on your knees. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's why I said right now, let the deborders cover themselves with their prayer shawls. Let them be on their knees. I want to say it again. It is hard to stumble when you are on your knees. God empowers us for our purpose as we kneel before him. Protect your time with the Father as if your life depends on it because it really does. Sometimes when I pray and I look around myself and I say, I'm doing this because I have one thing that I understand is that my life depends on prayer. My life depends on this. And I always know when I am on my knees, I will not stumble. When I am on my knees, I will not fall. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Christian believers can be fervent in prayer according to the book of Romans. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. According to the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 11. And zealous of good works in all that we do. According to the book of Titus, chapter 2, verse 14. No matter how frigid our spiritual atmospheres have become. In the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verse 35 to 40. Matthew 22, verse 35 to 40. Jesus was eaten up with a passion for the Father. That is what the book of John, chapter 2, verse 17 says. Apollos was fervent in spirit when he spoke and thought things of the Lord. In the book of Acts, chapter 18, verse 25, the Corinthian believers, fervency and enthusiasm provoked others to, 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 to good works. In 2 Corinthians, chapter 9, verse, verse, verse 2, praise God, hallelujah. Fervent zoe means to boil with heat, hallelujah, which is a good picture of how the fire of our passion can affect our surroundings. I want you to, 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 to rise up today, even if you did not have a reason, but I want you to phone that other person and say, if you cannot be able to join, uh, 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 to join the, 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 the prayer right now, I want you to be with me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Connect somebody and connect that person and phone that person and say to them, can you please be connected? This is the reason to connect today. That reason is, is to pray, praise God, glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I read a book written by Alice Smith who says, beyond the veil. You know, he says, intercession is not a job. That is Alice Smith beyond the veil, praise God. He says, it is a love relationship developed between you and your heavenly father. Intercession, saints, is a stethoscope to the heart of God. Without passion, prayer becomes a stagnant, boring, ineffective. Hallelujah. And I said to you today, Deborah, kneel down. Take your prayer shawl today. Whatever you're doing, if you were on the pots, let them wait. Take this hour and say, I want to be passionate. I want to be in prayer. Let very few people use the word passionate to describe their prayer lives. Instead, many admit to being distracted, bored, and frustrated. Prayer does not bore. Prayer does not frustrate. But prayer connects you with God. You cannot have fire 
in your spiritual life if you are not in prayer. Believers fail to experience purposeful prayer lives for one important reason. We misunderstand God's purpose for prayer. Believers and non-believers alike have the misconception that prayer is primarily for gain, a time to inform the Lord of our needs. The book of First Peter, glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The book of First Peter, chapter 2, verse 9, reveals to us that all Christians are called to be a royal priesthood. A spiritual priest, therefore, we are called to a life of intercession. That is First Peter, chapter 2, verse 9. If we desire to have a more purposeful prayer life, we must understand that the Lord's reason for giving us prayer goes beyond petitioning him for our daily personal needs. It encompasses a divine call to become passionate prayer partners with God, to establish his will on earth. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. You know, we need to be driven to fulfill our passion. The book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah, you know, is, is in Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1 to 11, is known primarily for rebuilding of the walls of Jeremiah, I mean of Jerusalem. That is Nehemiah. Nehemiah is known of building those walls as a cupbearer for a foreign king. Nehemiah was in a position of authority. One day when his brothers when his brother, some of the other men were newly arrived from Jerusalem, Nehemiah asked them about the, 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 the beloved city and the remnant who had survived the exile. Can I ask the Deborahs today, can you rise up and you ask any other woman that you know, how did you sleep last night? Maybe that will drive you to fulfill your, your passion. How did you sleep last night? Where did you sleep last night? How is your marriage? How are your children? Do you have food at home? Maybe that will drive your passion. Can you ask another woman, how are you doing in your life? Maybe that will drive your passion. Can you ask another woman, have you, what happened to your eye? Why are you always having these glasses, these dark glasses? Have you been beaten on them? Can you just ask that? Maybe it will drive your passion. Maybe it will drive you to fulfill your passion of prayer. He learned, you know, Nehemiah learned that Jerusalem's wall had crumbled. The gates had been burned. The citizens were in great distress. Upon hearing the news, he mourned, prayed, and fasted before God. The, you know, then displaying great courage, he asked the king to allow him to go to Jerusalem to rebuild the wall. Remarkable, Nehemiah harnessed his passion in prayer, letting it drive him as he led the people to reconstruct the massive wall, you know, in about 52 days, which restored the city's honor and strength. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What is it that will drive you today that you can be able to rise up in prayer? Passion is created when a believer embraces a specific burden. Effective leaders always respond with action to the burdens they carry. When Nehemiah asked about the Jews who had survived and now lived back in the province, we see clearly his passion 
for the people and their spiritual livelihood. Through prayer and fasting, Nehemiah moved from a position of being overwhelmed by a problem to passionately developing a dissolution or uh, uh, developing a solution that made him to dissolve all the problems that were around him. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I want to encourage a Deborah today. And I said, can it be a problem that will raise you up in prayer and be passionate as you pray? Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And your prayer life will take on new purpose and power as you partner with God for things that are on, on his heart. On his heart. As you embrace your passion fully to do what God has called you to do, he will bring increase. He will bring favor. He will bring blessings. He will bring wisdom and breakthrough. Discover your passion in prayer, knowing that it is God who is all the while effectively at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire, both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. That is the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 13, reading from the Amplified Bible. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is the point, saints, that we are saying to ourselves. Let's rise up passion. The Bible says in Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Can we rise with passion today as we are bringing those women that have been oppressed by the Nehemiahs. When you read, I mean, they've been oppressed by Hamans. I beg your pardon. Those who have been oppressed by their Hamans. Praise God. And those women who have been oppressed by Hamans. Those who have been oppressed by Sanballats by Tobias, praise God. But when you read the book of Esther, chapter 3, verse 1 to 9, I want you to give me some time. I will read it, but I want you to open it in your own Bible. The book of Esther, chapter 3, verse 1 to 9, praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. After these things did King Ahasuerus promote Haman, the son of Hamadath, the Agagite, and advanced him and set his seat above all the princes that were with him. And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed and reverenced Haman. For the king had commanded concerning him. But Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence. Then the king's servants which were in the king's gate said unto Mordecai, Why transgressed though the king's commandment? Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let me tell you, there is a Haman that is busy oppressing a woman who wants to be bowed to, irrespective of what he's doing, irrespective of his actions, irrespective of the unforgiving spirit, irrespective of all that is taking place. I want you to give yourself time. Read Esther chapter 3, verse 1 to 9. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth to understand the source of Haman's burning passion to destroy all Jews. One needs to go beyond his time in order to piece together the source of his bitterness. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. A spirit that fails to do away with grudges, 
breeds a self-consuming fire, which thou targeted as its object ends up in destroying the unforgiving one. This self-consuming fire is the curse that following fail to let go. This is what was happening with Haman. The case of Haman the Agagite is a true picture of this self-destruction fire that follows a failure to forgive. Let's bring that mother today who is faced with that Haman where they are living in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you today. We bring that lady. We bring that mother. We bring that woman. We bring her to your presence. We pray, Father, that you be with that woman in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We don't know who's going through the problems right at this time, but we bring her to your presence in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we say right now, can you open up doors of her to be set free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth? We are praying right now for a divine agent help that must come upon that woman in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, we thank you for you say in the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 5 to 6, and said, for this cause shall a man leave the father and the mother and shall cleave to his wife and the twine shall be one flesh, whether they are no more twine, but one flesh, what therefore God had joined together, let no man put asunder. We are praying for that woman who is about to be broken to down. We are praying for that woman who cannot be able to stand because of this Haman who is oppressing him. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, I believe in God the Father, God the Son. I believe in God the Holy Spirit who is dwelling in, inside of me. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. Father, we thank you that right now you are Jehovah Shammah. You are Jehovah the protector. We are confessing every sin, such as infidelity, bad habits that have given the devil a legal right to afflict those marriages, to afflict those women. We decree the spirit of unity, the spirit of love, that to reign supreme in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every strange man working against the lives of women is bound right now, is sent into the, into the pit of Haman in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The thunder of God shall destroy every obstacle that is blocking women at this hour in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are canceling every curse, every spell, every jigs, every enchantment, every occultic power working against their marriage. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every garment of frustration that has been covering a woman, every garment of frustration that has been covering a girl child, we uproot it and remove it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord Jesus, burn to ashes by fire every garment of frustration. We revoke right now any satanic decree that has been placed upon a woman. All evil counsels against women shall turn to foolishness 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you today. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Jehovah, for you are arising up for the women right now. You are arising up, oh God, for the women right now. That woman who has been oppressed, that woman who has been abused, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, we thank you right now that your power is landed upon them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You know, saints, the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verse 13 says, Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. The book of Matthew, chapter 2, verse 13. Matthew, chapter 2, verse 13. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother. Flee to Egypt and stay there until I bring you, I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Praise God. I don't know why I'm bringing this. I believe there are women <clears throat> that are going through a situation of a spouse abuse. Right now, we're going to pray, saints. And rise into the courts of heaven. Asking the Lord for a divine restraining order against an abused, abusive spouse. We're going to ask a divine restraining order against an abusive spouse. Malachi chapter 2, verse 13 to 14. And the Bible says, and this is the second thing you do. You cover the altar of the Lord with tears with weeping and crying, so he does not regard the offering anymore, nor receive it with goodwill from your hands. Yet you say, for what reason? Because the Lord has been witness between you and the wife of your youth, with whom you have dealt treacherously, yet she is your companion and your wife by covenant. Hallelujah. I read the book of Matthew where God spoke to, to, to Joseph and say, go and protect this woman. Go and protect this child. Praise God. Hallelujah. Here the Lord says, the people bring offerings, but behind them, they are living abused women. They are walking smart out there on the streets, but in their homes, they are living abused women. Heavenly Father, I stand in your royal courtroom because of the blood and the finished work of Jesus on the cross. I have come to receive your righteous judgment over our lives. Heavenly Father, I ask that the courts of heaven be seated according to Daniel chapter 7 verse 10. I ask this in the, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, I call upon your holy angels to be witness to this legal and righteous transaction. Every woman abuser, make them to be available. I also decree and declare that all demonic entities, institutions, and all women abusers, human beings, who will be impacted directly by this divine retraining order that we are requesting will be duly notified by your holy angels who service the courts of heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Heavenly Father, I decree and declare that every demonic entity 
earthly institution and human being will respect and honor and abide by your righteous judgment in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Heavenly Father, we repent on behalf of all men for any and everything that they will have been stopping them, that will stop this destiny from being a reality. Heavenly Father, we even like now stand in the court and represent ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable before you. According to the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1. Romans, chapter 12, verse 1. Lord, we repent before you for any place of sin concerning the wrong motives, wrong intentions, any place where we have not guarded our hearts. Forgive us and let evil thoughts and ideas to cling in our mind. Lord Jesus, wash us with your blood. So Satan has no legal footage to resist and divine restraining order we need from your supreme court of heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Heavenly Father, your word says that Jesus is my faithful advocate before the Russian judge in the court of heaven. Heavenly Father, we say right now, Lord Jesus Christ, we summon you as our advocate to help us to plead our case before the Russian judge for a divine restraining order against the possessive, abusive, and violent behavior of a husband or the ex-husband. Lord, it is not your will for us to suffer emotionally, sexually, or physically abuse in the lives or in the marriage. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray. Heavenly Father, I present before your Supreme Court of Heaven these scriptures as an evidence against the possessive abuse and the violent behavior of spouse or ex-spouse in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says in the book of Malachi chapter 2, 13, 14, and this second thing you do, you cover the altar of the Lord with tears, with weeping and crying, so he does not regard the offering anymore, nor receive it with goodwill from your hands. Yet you say, for what reason? Because the Lord has been witness between you, the wife of your youth, with whom you have dealt treacherously, yet she is your companion, your wife by covenant. And the second scripture, Lord, that we present in this court, it is the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 31. Do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways. Heavenly Father, based upon the scriptures that we have mentioned in this court, it is clear that the spouses, the ex-spouses, abusive men, and violent behavior will do great injury to the lives of the women, to their destinies, and they will inflict irreparable damage to the purpose of God in their lives. Heavenly Father, right now, we are repenting on behalf of all women that have sinned, transgressions, and iniquities in their bloodline that might have opened a door for the spirit of abuse in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Lord Jesus, every sin of the forefathers 
that the enemy will be using as a legal right to build legal case against women and to deny them their destiny. I ask that the blood of Jesus will just wash them away. I ask that every legal right the spirit of abuse is holding upon them to hereby revoke in Jesus' glorious name. Heavenly Father, I come right now as we repent for all covenants with the demons that have been existent in their ancestral bloodline. Lord Jesus, we are asking that any agreement with the demons that exist in their lives will be recited right now. Lord, any demonic right to claim them on their bloodline, right now it is dismissed before this court of heaven in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Lord, for revoking these demonic covenants and altars, and they are broken right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. There is no woman who will suffer right now abuse because of their fathers and because of their forefathers in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If their mothers were abused, they shall not be abused. No girl child will be abused. This is what we are presenting in this court in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Heavenly Father, in the heartfelt desire right now, in the spirit right now, that any spirit of abuse that has been attached to any woman, let it be given back, back to the sender in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Everything and anything that a woman has received for the sake of abuse from any spouse, let it be destroyed right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. They want only what the blood of Jesus secured for them. On the cross, they are giving back any demon, anything demons and demonic altars will claim that they gave it to them. Heavenly Father, now I ask that a divine restraining order against this abusive spouse, violent spouse, ex-spouse be issued right now on the behalf of all women by this royal court of heaven in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Heavenly Father, I decree and declare that any and all forms of abuse the devil is orchestrating against their lives are now cancelled in the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, right now, they are receiving this divine restraining order by their faith right now. In Jesus' mighty name, I decree and declare that you shall fulfill all the days of their lives that you wrote in your book of destiny long before you created them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this great moment in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I believe, I strongly believe, as we, we carry this prayer tonight, as we carry this prayer tonight for all those abusive women out there. Yes, Hallelujah. As we ask the Deborahs to continue to cover themselves, the glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, with the prayers, we pray, O oh Lord, yes, Lord, we give you glory, O oh Father. Give you all the praise, O oh my God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
Oh, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, my Father. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. You know, saints, praise God. Tonight, we want to continue to pray. But tomorrow morning, Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I just want to say this very special thing right now before I play this sound. There's a cry in this generation. We will not be silent. Praise God. There's a cry right in this generation. We will never be silent. From tomorrow morning, from 8 o'clock, I will be praying for people that wants to be prayed for, but I will be praying for individuals. I will be asking you to connect on the Zoom. I will be specifically praying for financial breakthrough. I will send the link of the Zoom to those people that will be able to send me a request for the link. Remember, I will be praying with a person only for 30 minutes. And after 30 minutes, I will be allowing to pray with another person. So I will be praying from 8 in the morning until 12 midday. Hallelujah. Basically, I'm going to be praying for 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Basically, up until 1, I will be praying for about 5 people. Hallelujah. Those who are the families, you can all join together in one Zoom, and I will be praying with you. Those about 30 minutes, the prayers for financial breakthrough, the prayers for breakthrough in any area of your life. But what I will do, I will need you to send me an email so that I can be able to send you the link and you can be able to be connected. Basically, if it is 30 minutes in five hours, that is going to be about 10 people that I will be praying with. And I'm going to make a mistake. It's 30 minutes per person that I'll be praying with you. I believe tomorrow morning, as the Holy Spirit has spoken so much in me, that is the day of the breakthrough, financial breakthrough, and all other things. So I will pray with you. Tonight at 9 p.m., I will be joining again praying with the women, that the spouses that are abusive, I pray that the Deborahs join me and cover themselves with the prayer shawls as we bring this cry of this nation to God tonight. Remember tomorrow morning, if you send me an email tonight and you send me an email today or you send me an email before <laughs> six in the morning, I will be able to send you the link and I will pray with you and as I was saying, 10 minutes, I mean 30 minutes per person, because my, my target is to pray with 10 people. I want to take 10 people into the courts of heaven tomorrow. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to Jesus Christ right now. Hallelujah, Lord. Yes, sir.
this generation and will not be silenced. There's a crime in this room that will not be silenced. Come on, would you open up your mouth and release them right here? Come on.
about you, but I'm not going to be like the team who only strikes the ground three times and stops, but I'm going to keep striking the ground until I see complete victory. I'm going to keep striking the ground until I see a complete victory. Come on, let me see your arrows. We're going to strike right here.